0: Hello and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And
1: I am your other co-host, LaSharmon Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey.
0: Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating
1: life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help you feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in
0: and enjoy the conversation. Hey, Ms. Sherry Hey, Tanya, how are you? Oh I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm doing good right now. <laughs> I came sure? back I came back from that uh, from the, the semi solo trip we had to do that on a different podcast, but I made it back and I felt like it was the reset I needed. I needed a reset. like mm. like a like uh some days where I didn't have to worry about
1: My adult
0: stuff. If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Anytime I'm out of town, that's how I feel for the most part. I've never been out of town for work, but like when I go on like a little vacation, even when it was a weekend, mm -hmm. when I used to visit my husband, it was just like like not being in the house. Everything was like bills, house cleaning. That stuff was not a part of my, my thought process. So, no, yeah. it was mostly
0: how can I go somewhere? Where can I go? And how can I get there quicker? Like, so I, I enjoyed that because it, it, like I said, it just gave me that sense of I didn't have any responsibilities to think about at that time. Now, of course, I still had stuff to do, but I didn't have any major responsibilities to think of. And then, I just needed a reset. Everything that's going on from family to, you know, my son and his learning. And um, I just needed a reset.
1: Well, I'm glad you got it. And how many days were you gone? What's I like was gone Wednesday night. So you look at that Thursday, Friday, Saturday
0: and Sunday because my flight was delayed, which is going to be <laughs> another, uh, one of my triggers there. Uh, so I was there for four days actually in California and I drove Ooh, you know I saying like I never I always said to myself like when my mom used to say when you drive in California you have to close your eyes and get on right <laughs> that's what she said I'm sorry what <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how bad the traffic is I am here to report where I went I had to close my eyes and get you on know, I just got on in fact Sometimes, depending on the busy hours, they got a little uh, stoplight. You can't even merge on. Like, you know how we merge on together? <laughs> oh, no. One at a time doing Monday through Friday, okay? So it was different. Now, the traffic was, uh, you know, they always have. It wasn't traffic we weren't used to because we have construction. Same thing. But <laughs> they didn't necessarily all have construction, but they had some. And that's where the traffic builds up. So in the areas I was, was Fairfield. I was at Fairfield, Napa area. And uh, Vallejo. Because Vallejo is where I took the ferry over to uh, San Francisco that day. Mm-hmm. So just doing all of that, that to me was like a major part of uh, California uh, driving, and I felt like I got my my money's worth. I wanted to make sure I had my money's worth. I wanted to make sure I went places. Um, I understand relaxing at home, which I did, because at 9 o'clock, which would have probably been three hours from there, 10, 11, 12, it was 12 o'clock here, I was tired, but it would be 9 o'clock there, and I'd be like, okay, I can go do it now. Uh, but Yeah, I wanted to make sure I had got my travel in. This was California. I felt like it was like one of those... I almost felt like it was a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip, but since I've been, I think I could do it again. I think I could do it again. Uh, And it doesn't have to be a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip. I think I could go... If I don't go every year, at least once, maybe every two years or so. You know what I'm saying? I could try to... In California if I wanted to go there. But I think it's also me visiting other states too. It, it opened up the idea. Because I never thought I would be in San Francisco. I was doing good to get to Los Angeles.
1: You know what's funny to me? Um, it's not a lot of places that I just really, really want to go. Mm-hmm. But depending on like when I get a particular show that I'm really into, that will if they it's have nice. a, if, if they have a lot of um like nice scenery and just, just intriguing to me. Like, when I went to New York, at the time when I went to New York, I mm-hmm. was going through a stage where I was watching a lot of, um, oh, my God, what's the name of the show? With Doug and Carrie. Oh, no. With Doug and Carrie. Um, Doug and Carrie? Yeah, you know, heavy set guy. His wife' name was Carrie. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on that name. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Ready, right, I know. You yes. know, I got to get on. Um, oh gosh, because he had their father. His father, no, her father, was yeah, living. I God. know. I
0: know exactly what you're talking about. It was the guy from Hitch.
1: Yes, but yeah. So that's the show that I was like interested in. King of Queens, <laughs> there it is. It was
0: like I was like like a combo of
1: names. Yeah, King of Queens. I was watching that, so when I was you know going around, I was just envisioning you know like that's why I was like oh let's get on the subway and things like that. They had little you know time. We rode when, the subway. Yeah, we, we did that, it. but yeah, yeah, and I and so and now my other one of my other shows was the I Show Monk. And, you know, mm. Monk is, you know, based out of San Francisco. So oh. that is what has piqued my interest in going to San Francisco. So I other than uh, that, it's like, it's, I don't, yeah, I kind of go places kind of like based on what's currently going on. You know, like now with the sorority, I get to places because of that or, you know, okay. friends or something. Like I went to Dallas for the first time because my girlfriend lives out there. And then at the time, nice. my uh the organization I was working for we used to have a conference out there every year cuz the headquarters was there. But now mm-hmm. California is a place that eh, I kind of want to go but see when I hear stories about the traffic like what you just talked about. it's not really I definitely like would not drive. I probably would not want to drive cuz girl driving well, I go in with Texas, you I drive
0: but it's really Oh driving. girl.
1: I be scared when other people driving me sometimes. I'm like, oh, You'd be Lord. over there with your brakes.
0: Mm-mm, <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. I, I probably would. You, I guy. around this hill. I'm like, Listen, straight oh straight my down. god, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Hills. If I could see over the edge, that type of driving, I don't know.
0: The good news about that when you're in that area, like the so say if you went to Fairfield, stay there because I feel like Fairfield is a good spot to stay, and then migrate to Napa, Sedona. Uh, Sodoma, I think is how it's pronounced, Um, and um, San Francisco, you're not going to get that round the mountain type feel. I feel like that's like Southern California area, Um, but... It's definitely, like, San Francisco was its own vibe. I do think you need two days in San Francisco. So I went there thinking I could get to everything in a day. No, because Fisherman Wharf, by itself, was a vibe. It was a vibe. It had people everywhere they were selling they were doing all kinds of stuff then it had their you own know, shops i saw my bubble gum shrimp you know how i feel about bubble gum oh man. yeah oh it had the sourdough bread company it had everything so everything was kind of like that by itself should have been a day and then i got a chance to go to chinatown japan town um, I got a chance to see Mrs. Dowfire's house. If you got vertical, don't go see Mrs. Dowfire's house. That is up on, that is in Pacific Heights. And that hill, them hills, I was holding on to the tree. I I had to call my uh, lift driver back. That's how I didn't go no further than Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Dowfire's steps. <laughs> no pictures you saw of me online, girl, that was it. I, I ain't go up, I ain't go down. And I wanted to see the full house, so I said, if I go back, I go see Full House house next in the um, painted. It's called a Painted Ladies. I go see the Painted Ladies because I think he's over. They think Full House is somewhere over there, or they said it was over there. I think the Painted Ladies is in the background. Mm-hmm. Full House is somewhere else. But if it was in Pacific, don't be <laughs> I was in never like, and the lady was like, "Watch it!" And I said, "I rolled both of my ankles." And girl, you already know my ankle down. I was like, when she said that, I was like, "Oh my god." So that was something where I had to tell Bestie because she she was looking to do California again for her birthday. I said, this is a good spot. I said, but there's part of San Francisco that you're not going to be able to go because of your Virgo. She said, you think so? I said, I think so. (laughs) I don't think it's going to pan well. In fact, like you walk in at first is okay, but like Pacific Heights is really very, um, it has a very, incline. Let's put it that way. I didn't want to say heels because the whole thing is hilly, but it's, yeah. Yeah, and I commend the people that parked on the street. Mm-hmm. You know, MVP. Y'all was able to park that car, and that car didn't slide down. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, y'all the real MVP. I know how to work them heels, and um, big shout out to anybody that lives in San Francisco and your brakes. Okay, because that's the first thing I kept thinking. It's like, is Yeah, you know, I hear I got, about that. You probably got brake issues here. Like, I'll be paying for brakes probably year. I already, you know, I already feel like I pay for break, but I'll be really paying for break <laughs> like every six months you having to you know come down on there, especially that hill unless you you know know the area and stuff. but I would' love to get a chance to peek at that beach though. I didn't get a chance to peek at the beach because it was a little cool, so the beach was not in my cards um uh, there, but fairfield was, pre- was pretty good. It was hot. it was eighty nine it was eighty seven. I got a chance to get them 80s weather. But in San Francisco, Ooh.
1: it was in the 60s. Well, it looks like nice. you might have brought a little sprinkle of it back. Um, yeah, it's did. been warm the last few days. It has. And I'm
0: loving it because I was like, wait a minute. San Francisco had me Michigan, missing Michigan weather because when I hit, went to the airport and it didn't go well, that 47 is different than the 47 in Michigan. <laughs> 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 that 47 off that bay. I was like, oh, I'm going to need my earmuffs. He was like, it hey, ain't
1: like that. Out here. I was like, You're Sir, like oh, yes, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I am
0: for real cold. I need the whole shebang. I have on a sweatshirt, my blue jean low um, jacket that had my um, sorority patches on there. I had on, you know, leggings. I had on gym. I feel like that was not enough. I had a scarf around my neck, and I still felt like my earmuffs were needed.
1: Oh my god! So it's
0: a little bit different when they's coming off the mountains and the bays and all that. That that wind is different than our winds Like we windy, but they windy, <laughs> for real. So, but I had a good time. So I would say if San Francisco was a place that you wanted to go, do it. It is definitely worth it. I think my next place is going to be San Diego. Yeah, thinking about visiting. Okay. If I had to go to California. And then, of course, Catalina, I, Catalina Island. I really want to, and that's off of um, L.A., I mean, L.A., so I think I might fly to L.A.X. and then ferry across. And I got a chance to use the ferry, too. So that was good. And I did it by myself. So that was like a solo, Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! A solo trip by myself. That was a little, I did it. I felt good.
1: But always charge your phones, people. And make sure your backup battery is charged really well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You definitely need that. Because I know when I was in Texas, and it seemed like when I was driving from our hotel to the Air Force Base, my battery was fine. But it was something about being on the Air Force Base. It just seemed like it was, I guess I can't say it was the base. Maybe it was because I was doing video and that type of stuff, but it was like when it was time to go back to the hotel. Mm -hmm. That first day we went to the base, I was like really nervous. Oh my god, I don't have my charger because I forgot leaving out the house or the uh, apartment. Leaving out the hotel, we had to go so early. We um um. I didn't have my charger. The charger was at the hotel and I forgot, you know, I don't know why I just assumed the rental car would have, you know, they had the charging ports, but of course you got to bring your own charger. So I yes. remember that for <laughs> the second day, but yeah, I was, uh, I was in a little tight for a minute. Cause I was like, listen, I don't know my way around here. So I need yes. my, uh, you know,
0: need hey, don't GPS use GPS would write it down too. That was my thing. Like, and keep in mind, my ankle wasn't the best, but you know I like to walk, Sherman. So they, I tried to walk from the ferry to Chinatown. They said twenty four minutes. I said, I "Ain't bad, girl, bye. And it wore my battery down, so that's where the big part came. <laughs> and then, but I had my charger, the seventy dollar charger I got from New York. She's still kicking. So, but she got me at least halfway.
1: Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad still you had a good 10%. time, despite your um delay yeah. delays coming that. back. <laughs> we'll discuss that on another one because I think that's one where we can talk
0: about your your fears of the solo trip travel. You know, how did you, how did we navigate through it and everything? I might wait to see what happens when you solo travel Let's see. Mm, yeah, you you know, I might
1: be solo traveling for my birthday. okay. I I am considering it. Um, Are you going to do a cruise? I don't think, no. I know one of my friends has invited me on a cruise because I guess my birthday is maybe like a week before her sister's birthday, and they're doing a cruise. Now, I would say if I did choose to go on that cruise, I would get a lot of... um, A lot of personal time, like one-on-one time. That's why I like cruises because there's so much for everybody to do. Even if you're a part of a group, Mm -hmm. you don't have to stick with everybody and do everything as a group. You know, you can totally go and go play bingo, or if you just want to sit on the deck, like for me, that was my favorite thing to do was just go to the top and sit on that deck and just look out at the ocean. And, um, yeah, so I could definitely do a cruise solo, but my other, view, you know, it. my new favorite place is, is Myrtle beach. And yeah. <laughs> so I get another one. Yeah. But like right now, I kind of wanted, I could do Myrtle beach again. I just don't like the fact that with my birthday being in October, I don't know if I want to wait that long to go to Myrtle beach. Because the first time I went there, I went like the second week of March so it was still kind of nippy, even though it was some folks out there on the beach in swimsuits. It was not warm enough for me to have on a swimsuit. I yeah. had on my pants and just kind of walked along. It know,
0: wasn't our weather. <laughs> you
1: no. Know, I'm like, oh no. But you know, some people, you know, they like listen. I'm in Myrtle Beach. I'm putting on this swimsuit and taking these pictures for this photo op.
0: I'm yeah, not that girl. My swimsuit, <laughs> to California, just in case. But I didn't quite get there. And then, you know, a little thing with Mother Nature and 28 days, you know, she decided to take a visit too. So, yeah, I didn't quite get to everything I wanted to get to. But,
1: oh, let's see. My week, goodness, is Sunday. Eh, my week was fine. Um, but I think with my weekend, I was really glad for this weekend that came up because it wasn't a weekend where I had a ton of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And after my previous weekend, you know, where I had a couple of birthday uh, celebrations and a hair appointment and I had, you know, some home repair done. It was just such a money spending weekend and just a lot of, you know, in and out and hanging out. And while that's all, you know, it's all good, you know, to get out and have a great time, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you just need some downtime and uh, so this weekend, that's what I, I did. Um, I did wind up spending some unexpected time with my daughter and my grand my granddaughters, and we did a little bit of shopping. But it was it was the type of shopping that I needed to do anyway. Like I needed some more bedding for my bed, and I needed what else did I need? Um, oh, I think I was getting a shower curtain for my upstairs bathroom. So kind of getting some stuff, you know, for the house that I needed. And I rented this vacuum from Home Depot because my vacuum has gone out. And I'm very disappointed by that. But um, I needed to do some vacuuming. So I got up this morning and, you know, did all the rooms that have carpet. And I even vacuumed, you know, my hardwood floors. So it's been productive. I went grocery shopping this morning. And I did this. um, I found a recipe because I'm trying to get my diet together. And so mm-hmm. I found this Mediterranean um, recipe for some stuffed chicken. So I went to the store and got me some chicken, and I made my dinner already. And then, of course, that's going to be my lunch as well. So it's been a productive and a restful time. Weekend. Yeah. I yeah, think I my weekend is kind
0: of similar to your weekend from last week. Like, I spent money, but... It was because it—it it, it would have been 11 years yesterday for our wedding anniversary. So mm. that was my date, my broke best friend, Buddha. <laughs> so I had to pay for him, and I had to pay for me, and we went to Texas Roll House. And they food is delicious. I don't know why I never remember Texas Texas Roll House. I almost how far the whole cooking staff so as I went cool. out. Like, yeah, yes, did yes, you get yes, the yes, steak? Yes. I did. Like, I got the steak. I am a steak person. I, I don't eat it often because you know when you see me go out, I used to get chicken or fish uh, because I, beef kind of weighs me down. So, but when I go to Texas Roadhouse, I'm getting steak. And I got me a little seafood with it because like, hey, with some shrimp. And I had me a little mango, margarita. The baby had him a little, little, little rib basket, his little frosty. And we came to about, $50, and I compare that to that brunch I went to today, <laughs> that was not 50 that was more, and I was like, dang, I got more for my money at Texas Roadhouse. Mm. Oh, shoot. But yeah, I had, we went to, uh, we, we had brunch, or we have brunch, or the place I've been trying to get to, so I finally got there. And that was a little, but I mean, it helped me with this weekend. It wasn't one of those where I felt sad and wanted to cry in a corner, but it was one of those where, you know, you miss the expectation of things and stuff. But it kind of brings us into our topic because when I was in California, if just to sit in the backyard of the Airbnb, I was at, uh, I felt like at a peaceful state and I think, that was something we were talking about before we got on. What is peace? What does it look for you? Are you at peace with these? Is it something that can come and go? Are there some days you're feeling peaceful? Are there some days where you're feeling like the world is caving in? What's your thoughts
1: on that? Um, well, you know, ironically, I actually just started a... Um, Reading plan on my Bible app. Okay. And it's actually about, um, experiencing God's peace. Mm. So, and, and why am I there? I'm there because, um, you know, as I have talked about my relationship woes, um, you know, on the podcast, yeah. you know, it's kind of like I'm trying to come to a place um, but did you give your listeners an update of your, <laughs> of your Oh, relationship? well, I prob- listen, I probably didn't because it, it changes. It, it changes <laughs> frequently, okay? <laughs> <When was she laughs> like, hey, I don't know if I got the latest but, update. Well, let me tell you, girl. I'll tell you this. So we are still in a state of not being together. However, we did still spend a little time together this past week. And I found that um, that's something that because when I when I said when I was going to break up with him, this time, because I had broken up before, you know, and we've come back together, I said that I was going to, like, cut off the access, you know, like, nope, you can't be my friend on Facebook right now, we can, we don't need to talk to each other right now, and um, I kind of didn't do that, oh. and so we kind of had some conversation even though, you know, we're still clear on the fact that we're not together, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, we had a situation, I guess he didn't have a situation. I had a situation because it's always me that is, you know, (laughs) not satisfied, you know, with what's going on, but he just kind of reminded me that I feel like the lady, and if you remember when Harry met Sally, Remember the lady who, was uh, the friend who was dating the married man, and when her and the friends were together, and she was like, he's never going to leave her. And the friends was like, yeah, we know he's never going to leave her. That's kind of how I feel, you know, with the guy that I've kind of been on and off with. It's like, he's never going to satisfy you. And so you need to stop because when you keep dealing with someone like that, you can't help but have certain expectations so when this you know when this happened you know, I kind of like okay it's like here you go again you're feeling the same kind of way and then I just started you know just kind of reflecting you know like what do I need to do to just be you know at peace I mean because like the way my life is I'm happy with my life like I'm not dating for marriage right now. I don't, I mean, that's just not, I feel like if marriage happens, if we if we are together, want that, then okay, I would probably do it because, you know, I think that's just, you know, a thing to do. But I'm glad that I don't have that pressure. Like for people who have never been married before, I'm not out here like, oh my God, I got to get married. You know, this got to end in marriage. I really just want companionship Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate that he doesn't even want to be the companion, you know, that I need, you know, and I don't ask for a lot, but I think we're just not compatible in the sense of, you know, what I want, you know, from a companionship situation. So I got into, Mm -hmm. um, you know, going through, my Bible app, you know, and um, I saw that because I, I didn't know what I wanted to find, but it was like, OK, I always go to God and God is always, you know, with me, whether I'm going to church consistently or not. Mm-hmm. I always kind of fall back, you know, on my um my spiritual beliefs. And um, I just found that when I saw that and I was like experiencing God's peace I said, that's what I need. Like I didn't want, I don't want to find anything to say how to be single, how to enjoy being single. No, I just want peace. And like I said, because I am happy with a lot of areas of my life, I really want to be happy with whether a guy is there or not. But my fear sometimes when I think about Okay, if' it's, if it's not a guy there, I don't want to be I don't want to become that bitter woman. you know, like some women when they make up their mind, oh I don't want to be thinking it's no good man out here. I don't want to be bothered with anybody because that's you give that off, you know, so I don't want to give that off. I don't want that to fester inside of me. I just want to be okay, you know, and just wait for God to bring whoever to me that he sees fit, you know, and just start, you know, seeking his peace, because his peace is totally different from the world's peace, because the world's peace I have you thinking, you got to have all these things in line, you know, you got to have the house, you got to have the car, you got to have the perfect job, you know, you got to have the perfect guy, no, because those are all things that have to happen. But when you rest in God's peace, Mm -hmm. you can have it. You can be peaceful even when everything isn't how you want it to be. So I want to, and I'm gonna go to you when you talk about feeling your feelings. I want to still be able to feel my feelings Mm -hmm. because there are still gonna be times where I might feel lonely. Like I said, I most of the times when I wake up in my bed, I am not lonely that there's nobody there. But there are other times when I do feel that sense of, man, I wish I had somebody that I could call and be like, babe, hey, could you bring me some coffee? Or babe, hey, let's go out to breakfast. You just somebody to do things with. And when you don't have what it is that you want, that is a time when we get sad or, you know, we feel, um, you know, like life isn't fair. And so that's when you can have that feeling of not feeling peaceful. You know, so like I said before we started, I was like, becoming at a peaceful state is a journey. There are going to be hills and valleys in the journey for peace. You know, so I'm hoping that, you know, reading, getting in the word and just reminding myself of where my peace is supposed to be coming from. Not in the state of a relationship, not in the state of how much money I make. You know, not in the state of anything, but just thinking about God's goodness.
0: Yeah. You said a whole lot there. Because um, <laughs> it's like, I got to tackle the peace part, but we had to tackle that other part later with still having, you know, the 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 relationship, but not the relationship <laughs> going on um, because I think that's a big uh, part, too, as well, because um, you mentioned about Harry versus, you know, that's a good person. Lord. Harry met Sally, <laughs> mm-hmm. and how the lady kept talking about the guy, but, you know, I think letting go is hard, too. Know that feeling all too well, as well. You're ready to let go, and then you get that little uh, mustard seed of faith, I call it, that comes out of the blue. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, maybe they have, and then you're back at no, I got to let it go again. And I think as women, especially when we invest time, we have we have a hard time with that because it's like you, you got to let, you know, you want to let it go, but you don't know if you acted emotional, you know, if you acted hasty, you don't know if it, but at the end of the day, like you say, sometimes you have to choose yourself. But when it comes to peace and how you say, well, I feel, you know, peaceful and I don't have to have anybody around, Before I went on that trip, I was not at peace. I was going through a spell where I felt like everything just wasn't working out from the kids' schooling and what he's learning this year. That's, I feel, is in the toilet, but that's just my opinion. Uh, In the school system, he was in to the issues with, you know, my, my, um, I want to say a strange dad, <laughs> that we're not close, but I keep being brought into it uh, to work and knowing if, you know, if that's going to still be around, you know what I'm saying? And having that feeling of, oh, I got started over when I have a job and I'm used to making what I'm making and just having the faith that and having to say it work out in divine and constantly. Mm-hmm constantly but my mind was not at peace i didn't probably get pure peace until i walked outside on thursday morning in the backyard of that airbnb and i was for the first time i felt at peace i don't know if it was because the sun was bright and she was shining on me i don't know if it was because i didn't have to adult for four days (laughs) but Mm -hmm. i felt at peace and Everything and I felt like it was kind of like uh, money spent well, not necessarily, or everything I worked for was worth that moment at that time. Um, but for the most part, it's days where I sit up in the house and I'm happy to have a house. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be cleaned up a little bit better, that's for sure, but I am happy for the most part. To have a house that's you know part of you know getting the repairs done so I can have that sanctuary of uh, my she cave that I can go to and be okay and it's the protection of it because I felt like someone was trying to invade in my space so then I realized that I probably am not ready for a roommate so does that tell me I'm not ready for a relationship because I <laughs> show was like oh no ain't nobody coming up in here like and I thought I would be the person that always needs someone there, but I I do need my space. Mm-hmm. Um, it is disheartening, you know, because I have yet, and I will say this, legitimately, been in a relationship since my husband. So we're going on six years in July. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I had to come off with the social media like I told you not because of everything not working out cuz I'm pretty sure I could have found somebody right is? they're out there yeah they they there for you okay but I needed to work on my self esteem because the only way you can navigate in this def, um this dating world is to make sure your feelings and emotions are in check And there will be times where you get let down, but don't feel like the world has caved in. And that's kind of how I felt as I was going about those dating apps. So that's why I had to come off. Um, But for the most part of the year, I have felt at peace at one, you know, a couple of days, maybe even weeks or a month. But then there's little situations that would trigger me and remind me of why. There was two, you know, there was me and him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When it comes to my son's education, it was me and him. So I always think of if he was here, maybe we wouldn't be at this point. Not saying Othaho wouldn't have troubles learning, but maybe he wouldn't have been hurt as bad as school if his dad was here because, again, it had been two of us teaching him. I look at the situation with my estranged father um, and how. I wouldn't even be contacted because I feel like another male being present in a home, he just wouldn't be messing around with me. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I just feel like certain things wouldn't be said because he would have been there to be at the fence or be at the gate. He, I felt like he would have been the gatekeeper. Um, and I found myself asking God a lot the week before I left, like, Lord, I just need you to help through. And one of my, um, Actually, on his side of the family, the family, the family friend says, sometimes God don't answer with the solution. The answer could be just to be still. Mm. And baby, just being still did work out last week <laughs> because some things were done. Hopefully they were done. If not, I get the call again from, from health professionals and I'll be like, well, this is what was going to do. But yeah. She's like, sometimes you ain't got to do anything, but be still. And that, to me, resonated so much because, um, at, like you doing, you do the Bible app plan. I've done that. Um, last year, I did it a lot. Uh, this year, I haven't done it as much, but I might. I mean, it's like a spark. It would happen. I'd be like, okay, let me do this plan, and I'll read it, you know, for seven days. Usually the plans go depending on the plan. Seven, fourteen. I think some go even two. Um, But I also have been doing um, some more purpose type uh, podcasts. So of course I listened to Jay Shetty, and he was talking about you know a chapter in his book, and I'm also reading it. You know, listening to it. book on audio too. And just learning about love and the, how to navigate through stuff. And I can even tell by some of the answers, like I had a friend, a couple of friends going through some stuff and I was able to kind of answer them and I kind of felt like Jay Shetty at the end, like, oh, I just answered them the way people answer them. But I, I really uh, just had to really find me, you know what I'm saying? Because again, when something doesn't go right, I want to be able to, yeah, it's going to hurt, but I want to be able to know my worth and know that it wasn't me. I had, a, had to tell a friend, you know, this week, hey, you do know that you're not the problem. You do know that you're damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. But when you somebody don't love themselves, they will always find something wrong with you. And that's the way you have to learn that it ain't you. That's the issue. It's them. And those are, you know, if you had asked Tanya this five years ago, that would not have been her answer. It just wouldn't. So just finding yourself again and going through peace. And sometimes when you go through peace, it's a rocky road. It's not like a straight, you know, straight floor to peace it's a rocky road and yeah. I think peace is a continuous journey because I don't think anybody can go in this world without trials and tribulations oh Either yeah, yeah. The, you, 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 know my, you know
1: my favorite thing in the bible one of them is when mm-hmm. he says in this, in this world you will have trouble <laughs> yes like you will it, it's not a might yeah it's a will everybody's gonna have trouble yeah they're gonna have trouble. It either be health, and
0: you know, it could be money. It could be both. It could be just mentally. You know how many people mentally struggle, but they had the world. You know what I'm saying? In our eyes, they had the world because they had money, they had this, they had that. But mentally, they didn't have peace, and that's different because you know you don't always understand how the mentality works in that. That's why I just couldn't rush myself into it. And then I think with having feelings for the one person I do at this time is navigating through that because I feel like if that doesn't get off to where it needs to go, it would have to end because I can't be held hostage to it. You see what I'm saying? I'm a hot commodity. I can't be out here Mm -mm. hostage (laughs) to a, a thought that would never cross their mind or I don't feel like I... That they would see my worth enough to even give it a shot. So I have to move on because I have to go over to the person that will. You see what I'm saying? You I can be, just be available. You can't let can yes, heart I can't be, be. Yeah, I can't be. My heart can't be over here where it needs to, where it's not going. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the, um, I think one of the challenges or one of our biggest issues in this world. Are the relationships mm-hmm. and not just romantic relationships, relationships, period? Because so many of us, and I'm gonna say all of us, because there, there's no such thing as anybody who was 100% whole or you know what I'm saying? Like, right. does not have any type of issues. The difference is that some of us have recognized and acknowledged areas mm-hmm. of our life that we need to work on some of us are oblivious to what we need to work on. You know, they Mm think they are perfect. Nothing is wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Because if you think there's nothing wrong with you, you might be spending too much time with yourself. Because when you get into relationships with people and, you know, you start dealing with different personalities, um, just just different ways that people navigate life, you learn more about yourself the more you deal with different people. Like if you only hang around, you know, your family, you know, people who you've known all of your life, well, you know how they operate, you know, but then try, uh, try engaging with someone that you haven't known, you know, for 15, you know, 30 years or whatever, you Good. know, and I think that's the biggest um, challenge that God left us with or that, that Jesus left us with was dealing with one another. And it's funny, a friend of mine sent me a video. Um, and this guy was supposed to be breaking it down for men and women, like the differences between men and women about, mm-hmm. and I, I can't say what it was verbatim, but things that I remember is like, okay, women, um, were emotional. They said something like, men get emotional for sex. Women. Do they, though? That's, that's what this man said or that they will they will express their emotions in order to get sex Now, to me i took that to mean if they're that's kind of when men they'll tell you what you want to hear in order to get what they want then once they have it they're getting emotional well well that's what this guy said and again that's why if you remember my post that i put on, on facebook <laughs> last week you have people who are the they're life. not degree, they're not studied in anything. They're just giving their opinions based on, you know, what sounds good or whatever. And then they're posting videos and then people are, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, but when I listened to this, I was just like, and not just that particular part, but it was just like it basically was just confirming the fact that men and women are different. We have different expectations. Men, like women, like to talk about their issues. We just like to share. We want to get it off our chest. Mm -hmm. Men are listening to you like, okay, what you want me to do about this? Because they are, um, right, they're fixers. We don't necessarily want them to fix it. We just want them to listen to us. You know, validate how we're feeling. You know what I'm saying? So when I listen to it, I'm thinking, well, you sent me this video. And all it's doing to me is just confirming the fact of why it's so freaking difficult to have good relationships, long lasting relationships, because we're so different. Like we have the generic things that make us different as men and women, but then you add to that. Our backgrounds, you know, were you raised with both of your parents? Were you raised with a single mom, single dad? You know, were you an orphan? All of these things that then affect us, uh, affect us, and affect uh, what we want out of life, affect what we're able to give to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you case some point, like the guy that I've been dating, he's a good guy. He he can even admit that he is not giving me what I deserve. But it's a selfishness in the fact that he won't walk away and say, you know what? I'm not giving her what she wants, so let me just leave it alone. He won't make that decision. He'll keep staying as long as he's able to get what satisfies him. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and you know if if they still know there's a window or a door to be open. But,
1: then, but, but see, but my thing if it, how I would be if somebody was always telling me what they don't like, I would I don't think I would want to be bothered with somebody that no. was making like uh, I don't I wouldn't want to be bothered with that. You, so you it's something with him like. where he's okay with that though. Like he'll just he he'll might just, think
0: you're just complaining or you're just talking. It should exactly
1: be but here's the thing but it's but it's obviously I'm never going to get over it because I keep talking about it but then a person can say I love you you're so important to me but see those are words because the actions yeah, are not they're not your actions and your words are not meshing and then that always takes me back to Faith Jenkins you know when she says yeah, how women we're always trying to figure it out instead yeah. of just looking at the writing that's on the wall Yes. Face. He is not the one. And we don't even have to talk. We don't even have to criticize him. We don't have to dog him out. Because that's just who he is. I don't have to say, oh, he ain't he ain't no good or he's the I don't have to criticize him, but it's (laughs) just a fact that you have to say if it's not making you happy, you have to be the one that prioritizes your happiness and walk away.
0: Yeah. I think it's more so it's more so that, you know, Faith is right. I had to quote her this week actually. Uh, it's one of my books and people wrote it down because I was like, you have to you have to view Facebook because Faith says it the best where you can't, because some breakup and some hardships, and I'm like, sometimes it doesn't have nothing to do with you, but we take mm-hmm. it so personal, like I, you know, I know firsthand, I ain't no saint over here, because I was taking it personal too, that by the one person I was entertaining, didn't seem like he really cared, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, yeah, you already know that story. So I want more listeners with that. But, um, but yeah, I think it's like the definition of sanity, you do the same thing over and over expecting a different result. <laughs> if you're telling him and it's still not getting the results you need, it, it does have to be a clean break, but a break is not easy. Um, that's for, you know, when stuff don't go your way and it interrupts the peace that you're feeling, you start feeling with despair because you like, this person still ain't meeting to up the standards I want. A break is needed, but you have to be in that place to give do the break. You have to be willing to let it go and I think because we're nurturers and we try to fix it and understand it we're not I don't necessarily agree with the guy saying guys only get emotional you know during sex. I don't think sex is emotional for them unless you the, no, unless not, you see had, unless seen, you see that tear going down they eye Right, that's and what, that's he what was you was saying that's when, you're, that's when you have snatched their soul but even with snatched their soul That particular physical activity is not necessarily always an emotional activity. That's the thing about sex. Like, sex is supposed to be emotional. It's supposed to be intertwined, and it's supposed to be a connection. But it's also been weaponized. It has been everything but what it was meant to be, which was beautiful. So with me saying that, I would say that this is why... I think some people um, and, you know, including men, <laughs> including men and women are not emotional when they're having sex. Like it's literally, they, they in the moment, but as soon as it's over. Yeah. Okay. Here's your bag. Oh girl. I'm about to get back up. You know, have, we could just say that from, um, and I hope everybody's seen it, but if not, we got to do a review on that too. The so queen Elizabeth. There was you know interaction that happened, and you kind of saw that where they was trying to you know, and but there was still emotions done during the act. It's just I I just don't agree with him saying that guys get emotional. Well,
1: no, no, I probably Mm -hmm. he didn't say they get emotional. Okay, during sex, he was saying that. They will pull on their emotions to get sex from you. See, I still see even with pulling on their emotions, they well, don't. Imagine, really, this, they, this they is playing again. Game. Game. This is second. Oh, okay, time. you have to listen to the video. I'm just, you know, if yeah. this was last week, you know, so I'm just trying to pull from what I remember, what kind of stuck out to me, and so that was, was uh, one of the things. He definitely was not saying men are emotional with sex because we all know men are physical. When it comes to sex, it's about the release. That's why men, you know, why they can love their wife or they can profess that they love their wife, but then they can still go and have the physical act of sex with other women that they don't care anything about. But in their head, they're like, well, that's just sex. (laughs) Whereas a woman is like, what do you mean it's just sex? Like, because to us, it's so much more than that. So true. You know?
0: It's, it's like a inner connection, you know, you're entering, you know, it's like the inner end of the body. I won't say what it is. Yep, like it Yes, yeah. You- so you're having a out, sex and for you to, you know, yes, it could be, oh, that was just one time, we over it. Cause we, I have had. Well, that you better not idea. do it
1: again. That's the thing. You can't yeah. do it. Yeah, you can't do it consistently. You can't be like, "Hey, we are gonna do this uh, once a month." Because feelings do
0: occur. And feelings it's, are
1: coming.
0: Yeah, and if the person say, "Well, I just don't feel that way to you," that's usually sometimes they cop out. But it, you know, feelings do occur. Uh, but it's a, you know, it's a release. It's a, you know, like you said, it's an emotional connection. Um. Uh, it's a beautiful connection, but it's like I said, it's been weaponized. It's been um, talked about in negative ways because people have, you know, did things to bring it to light. It can also be detrimental to health if you're not taking all the safety precautions <laughs> with somebody else that might be also sharing his sharing his or her goodies to everybody. It it comes with a lot. So that's why I say it's not just, oh, you know, we we did it, that's it. No, that's not what that is. That, that's, that's a little bit more emotional. But as it comes to anything else, like with peace and everything, I have learned that it's not always determined by uh, if you have somebody. It could be just being to yourself. Like you're a mom of three dogs now. And <laughs> every day when you come
1: in, they probably bring you peace, right? I don't know. They No, they disrupt my peace sometimes. Look, this little puppy is running around nipping at my ankles <laughs> and chewing on my toes when I'm walking past. But I do love them. You know, so I do love having them. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's good, you know. But sometimes that's a frustrating process, though. I think it's kind of like just with with kids, you love your kids, but we all know raising children and dealing with children at various levels—it has its moments of frustrations.
0: Yeah, and that's how I am. Like some days I feel very peaceful. Some days I don't. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing, right. like
1: how how a day can just change because, like, two days ago, I, I think it might have been Wednesday. Wednesday or so might have been the day that I was feeling, you know, how I was feeling, you know, feeling very discouraged, um, you know, just about things. And then, you know, as I just allowed myself to feel it, I wrote about it, you know, in my journal and um, just kind of worked it out. You know, I did my prayer. Uh, that might have been the day that I even read, um, you know, the scripture started that plan. You know, and it was like the next day, it was like a 360, you know. Now, the situation between me and the guy hasn't changed at all. And I still thought about it from time to time throughout the day, but I wasn't feeling like, oh, my God, I wasn't feeling discouraged. And I wasn't feeling I wasn't like having the blues over the situation, you know. So that's just how, you know, how up and down your feelings can be. You know, when it comes even when you reach a level of oh I'm at peace. You can be at peace, but it's moment by moment. It's day by day. Because mm-hmm. anything can happen in life that can disrupt your peace. And you know, okay. and you gotta have peace with different areas in your life. You know, some women are very satisfied with their, you know, their jobs, with their friends and everything else, but that one thing You know, they just can't get right, you know, could be the relationship area or some people, women who haven't been able to have kids. They can have a great husband and -hmm. this husband giving them the world. But if they are if they are a woman who wanted a child and God did not bless them with that, that can still be an area where they are not at peace, you know, and it's just something you have to continually work on.
0: Yeah, and sometimes you just have to find it within because peace are not peace is not always things that's rewarded the, at the end of the day. You know, if you were leaving, you feel like you, 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 you know did you live a good life. You know, sometimes it just goes back to the gratitude of everything. Are you grateful of what has became and come across? And I am. I'm very grateful, but I do. Like you know, if the Lord hears me, ninety thousand a year. You know, I'm still manifesting <laughs> that and uh and higher. Don't think it's capped there. I'm just Why are you like? It?
1: I'm not capital law. Like yeah, I'm just a, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> a podcast show on a national platform. I'm still manifesting, Lord, if you hear me. And you know, someone to love that loves me and I back. You know. That's something I still believe in. I had a friend who told me that this would be her last time where well, I would never be like this again. You do know that's why you're on the earth is to love. If anything else, that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. So for you to say you never loved again, you shut yourself off to the person that might do you right. But you gotta understand not everybody is ready to hear that either. Like, I said it several times, but was it her? No. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of like you got to be in that state of mind to understand it's not, you know, sometimes you may not hear it. Like for me, I, for a while, I thought I would never, ever get to the point where I would have what I had with Othello. It's not the same, but it comes, you know, you get something different, something new that gets you excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, I just, I don't know. Like you said, peace comes. It's a, it's a journey. It is a journey. It comes some days, and some days something will set you off, and you are fire red, yeah. ready and
1: to probably, go you know, And that's why they have, like, the gratitude journals. Sometimes you have to have something like that, like, even, like, a guided practice, whether you do a... um you know, like what I'm doing right now, the the Bible reading plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember people were doing the um, gratitude, gratitude jars or the jars, you yeah, know. The jars, put and the, then, yeah, of the word in the jars. Then, and then I have a, um, and I bought this book and it's so funny because I didn't use it very often, but it's a gratitude journal. And the way it's set up, it like, um, it's like a daily type thing and it asks you to list of things that you are grateful for today and then i think it i think it points me in the direction of the bible to you know find a scripture it's it's a biblical thing as well but it really forces you to sit and think and because i've been you know so busy and stuff i really hadn't been doing it i've written in it a couple of times mm-hmm. and sometimes i even thought about before i had really started using it I was thinking I should, you know, give this to somebody else, you know, but it was something about it where I couldn't let it go because I think it's just very important whether I use that every day or if I pick it up once a month or whenever, you know, my spirit leads me to pick that up. It's just always a good feeling, you know? So whatever you're doing, whether you do a gratitude um, jar and you put in some, cause I don't think anybody can be consistent with stuff like yeah, that, like all the time, you know. You after you a while, you get really distracted.
0: Organized. Yeah, you have to be really organized. That's why I think on our page, on our Instagram page, I put up the jar, like say a positive word using your your first initial of your name. Mm-hmm. And a few, you, you know, we had some wills that actually did. That was really good. But that just brings about because they could be having a bad day, and by me just, you know, by us just putting that out there. That helps change your life. Like, okay, well, what's a good thing? What's a good feature about me? One of you is feeling down about yourself. You put trustworthy. So now you're feeling like, oh, I'm very. And then your whole mood changed. And I think that's how the jars and the journals are supposed to work. It's supposed
1: to put you in a It's training your mind because all of this stuff, battlefield of the mind, go to Joyce Meyer. All All of the issues that we have, most of them, they start in our head. They're starting with. What we're telling ourselves about ourselves or about our situation, you know, if you like, if you're like your friend who you said she doesn't want to love again, you know, so if you are walking around every day and you're nope, I, I don't want to love anybody, or I'm not gonna for on the opposite side of that, the person that doesn't believe they can find love, if you're telling yourself, I'm never gonna find anybody you got to switch up how you're thinking because you manifest your mindset, you know? So you got to start being positive and, and having gratitude journals and things of that nature that force you to think about, Hey, what's one thing you can say that you're happy about? I think at one point, one of the things I wrote about was my deck, you know, oh, yeah, you like after my deck and just the fact that I can go out there and just sit and enjoy, you know, I am so grateful that I was able to do that. And then I did it because at the time that I did it, it was right before I wound up leaving AT&T. And just God's, because if, mm-hmm. if, that, if that offer had come to me about leaving the company, if it had come to me before I had started the plan of getting the, the deck, I might have not gotten that debt thinking, wait a minute, you about to leave your job. You better not do this. You might want to hold on to this money, you know, because then we start trying to operate in our own abilities, you know, instead of focusing on what God is providing for you, you know? So I spent that money, that money is gone. And I was able, what is it? Two years down the line, and I'm still, you know, doing and well. Doing, yeah. And, yeah, and that's Lord how I feel about my that
0: basement. One of that <laughs> deck. That's how I feel about my basement. Like, not mm-hmm. knowing the unknown with my job, but once that basement gets together, that'd be, you know, it. You know, I finally got some walls up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Getting that, Getting that yeah, she cave.
1: Getting that she cave together. Came,
0: yeah. Disappear into the she cave. Move the podcast out of the basement there. But, uh, yeah, I yes. think it all if That's what it's all about. is finding the inner peace at the end of the day. And yeah. I know, you know, with a word, it gets kind of troublesome because you did have this chapter where you was committed to spending your life with someone, and it was uh, abruptly ended. So you just, uh, you just have to be, you just have to have that little Buster seed of
1: faith at the end of the day. That's right. That you know, God. You know, he didn't make a mistake. You know, everybody has the timeline on their life. We, we just don't know what it is, you know. So we just got to keep operating on our timeline that we have, you know, until our fire extinguishes, you know. And I always like to think about, you know, the dash, you know, when it's like, what, what are you doing with your dash? You know, and with my dash, I'm like, I'm not wasting a minute. I say man or no man, but Charmin is enjoying her life. That's one thing mm-hmm. I'm definitely doing. You know, I'm not sitting around moping, even though I have my moments, you know, where yeah. I'm like, oh, sometimes okay. But
0: it's I'm okay here. to mope. Yeah, it sometimes. is. It's, it's, it's is. okay to enjoy yourself too. <laughs> no, it's,
1: yes, that's always, you have to yes. make the most of life, you know, because what you're, you can be taken for granted, you know, the blessings of what you have right there before you, Because instead of focusing on what you don't have, you're not focusing on what you do have. And again, that takes you back to the gratitude journal. You know, when somebody asks you, hey, what do you have to be grateful for? Your first mind's like nothing. (laughs) But then if you have to sit there, you'd be like, well, you know what? I do have this or I do have that. Or, oh, wait a minute, I'm able to get out this bed and my leg isn't hurting or my back not hurting when I stood up. It can be the little things. It doesn't have to be some monumental you know thing that you're grateful for. you know, so it's just changing the mindset and just knowing that it's okay to have your bad days, you know, but always expect a good day to follow that bad day. so that that that's how I'll close it out for um, yeah, <laughs> you know, the good day will follow.
0: yes, yeah. well, this is another if like and useful and good episode so until next
1: time until next time bye bye bye